Uh-oh, are Bethany and Nini now on the outs after trying to burn Bravo in the reality reckoning? We got the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City seating chart, and it looks like it was a rough day for Andy Cohen after that reunion. And then Lindsay Hubbard and Johnny Bananas, what in the bananas is going on? We're going to get into it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, Surf Fresh, all week long. Now... Let's dive in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in, everybody. Oof, this is. What's going on? Sorry, I was adjusting my mic because I think the mic stand might. I think it may be time for a new mic stand. What up? I hope everybody. Oh, God, my arms look like chicken arms. <laughs> don't, guys, don't ever watch yourself on camera because you will be highly critical. Um, I hope everyone has had a great start to their week. What is today? Tuesday. Yes, today is Tuesday. Um, my weeks are all thrown off. <laughs> but um, yeah, hopefully you guys are having a great start to your week. I'm wearing today, I'm wearing my Ruthless Not Toothless tee, which is so fun and so cute. And it's going to be part of my forthcoming merch line. You guys yesterday had on the Zach Pack hoodie, which I'm obsessed with the Zach Pack hoodie. Like not only is like the lettering fun, it's on that like old school rock Metallica sort of text. Um, then we have Ruthless Not Toothless. This one's a little more fun and cheeky and bright. And then obviously we have the Find Me at Jason's shirts, <laughs> which somebody said in the comments yesterday that it's iconic. And I was like, you know what? Yes, I want to be iconic. I'm serving fish for lunch today. Spill link tea on Broadway. All right, so what should we start with? We've got the Bethany and the Nini of it all. We've got the Salt Lake City reunion. We've got Lindsay Hubbard and Johnny Bananas. Like, what? Like, that is just not a combo that I was expecting, but also I feel like feels kind of like a PR stunt. Um, but let's start with Bethany and Nini. So Bethany and Nini did their their podcast, right, on Bethany's number one podcast in the entire um Number one podcast in the entire galaxy, right? And Bethany's doing her reality reckoning. She wants to take down, I mean, she wants to take down Bravo and NBC. She thinks she's Kathy Hilton and she has the power to take them down. I think we, I mean, listen, we all have our feelings about the reality reckoning. But for me, I just feel like now Nini seems to be back in good graces with Bravo. So first, Nini scrubbed the interview from her Instagram account altogether, deleted photos of her and Bethany together, no mention of the interview. Then it was also shared. People started noticing that Bravo refollowed Nini Leaks. So it looks like Bravo and Nini maybe are in communication because we know at, at BravoCon, Andy Cohen said that he doesn't have any hate in his heart for anybody. So it seems like maybe things are a little more kosher between everybody like we seem to be in good graces with bravo with exception for bethany because she's still on her island doing her reality reckoning that's not really reckoning anything but her own reputation but i don't know seems like bethany might be losing her number one ally which was nini it's just weird to me that well also to be fair um bravo babe shared on her Twitter account that Nini seems to be okay with Bethany, even if their alliance may be kind of broken. But so Bethany posted um, her interview with Chris Cuomo, which, or I, I don't know if it's an interview with him. It's a, She posted a screenshot. I don't know. Bethany, I don't pay attention to what she does these days. But so I guess she posted a clip from her podcast that it looks like it's an interview with Chris Cuomo and Nini Leaks commented on it she said good interview B with the clapping emoji so it seems like she is not 
entirely distancing herself. Like she wants to make it clear that like she's not like mad at Bethany or they're not on bad terms, but she clearly seems to be aligning back with Bravo, which is smart. I mean, I'm surprised that Bravo is even offering that olive branch considering, you know, things with her and Bravo did not end on good terms. I don't know if this is Bravo's attempt to try and, I mean, maybe Andy and Bethany, or sorry, Andy and Nini had like some sort of text conversation after BravoCon where she saw that like he kind of left that door open for her. Doesn't seem like that door is open for Bethany. Um, I'm trying to think. The only other person that I feel like really went hard at Bravo and Andy Cohen was Kathy Griffin. And I don't think that really went anywhere for her either. It's like, I just, I don't feel like there's anything so terrible about Andy Cohen or the Housewives franchise. Like, I understand, like, maybe it's not the best platform of women supporting other women. But at the same time, it's also like, but these women are signing up for it. These women want to be on these shows. These women want to do it. Oh, Storm Doris thinks that Nene and Bravo may be uh, talking about a reboot of Atlanta. I know there were some rumors about, who was it? Drew and, what was, um, Sonia. Drew and Sonia being possibly on the chopping block and not coming back. I saw that those rumors were circulating over the weekend that they might not be returning to Atlanta. And then there were some other rumors that maybe some of the veterans might not be returning and that we should expect some announcements soon. And that whoever is not returning already knows that they're not returning because I guess the the contracts and the decisions were made before BravoCon, but now it's time, I guess, after Thanksgiving, or maybe even this week, we'll start to get some announcements on what the new cast will start to look like. Because I feel like production's been down for a minute. Like, the reunion was a while ago. We're taking much bigger pauses in between everything. So, friends on production have said it's going to be a shakeup 100%. A shakeup or a reboot? I don't like the concept of, like, doing entirely new reboots of these shows. Well, I mean... I don't know. My opinion of the Roni reboot, it wasn't amazing. It was a very slow burn. I feel like people didn't really grasp onto it the way that I feel like they would have in the past, but maybe it is a step in the right direction. I just feel like, okay, if we're talking about Atlanta, Candy's not bringing it. I know she's an OG, and I know, we're not an OG, she came in, in season two, but like, she's a veteran. She's an OG. We can consider her an OG at this point. She didn't do season one, but it's fine. We'll give it to her. I just feel like she's not bringing it. She's not really delivering. Sheree, I was so excited for Sheree to come back. Who go and check me? I was so excited for her to come back. And she really bombed and flopped. And she just looks kind of embarrassing on this show, to be honest with you. Like, it looks like she's trying really hard to, like, keep up with appearances, but it's just not there. Um, Marlo, I also had high hopes for Marlo finally getting her peach. She feels very forced. Drew, I do not get why people liked Drew. I did not enjoy Drew on Atlanta at all. She was just so hard to watch and so cringe. I will give it to her. She made that reunion interesting when she sang to Ralph at the reunion. Like, that was so cringe and so just, like, you know, like when your stomach falls out of your asshole, that's what that moment felt like. The only one I enjoy is Kenya. But I feel like when Kenya was on Carlos King and she said, listen, look at the cast that I have to work with. Like, this is not a great cast. I agree. Kenya was right. So, I mean, I I stopped watching Real Houses Atlanta four years ago. Well, Janice, I mean, isn't that when Bethany, or not Bethany, Nini stopped doing Atlanta? Nini was a pillar on that show. Nini, Portia, and Kenya. Great. Phaedra was also good, too. She had a role that she played, and I know Phaedra's kind of having her moment now. She's on Married to Medicine, but I feel like, you know, I'm I'm very much here to keep Kenya. I like Nini. We need Portia back. Kenya and Portia were always great. I just feel like 
Their dynamic was great. Everyone just knew when to show up. Oh, Kim Zolciak. I don't know. I was down for Kim Zolciak to come back, but now that she's like doing this on again, off again thing with Croy, and we don't know, are they together? Are they not together? Like, I just, no. No, I'm I'm not a fan of Kim and Croy anymore. I just, I don't even, I used to like Kim and I used to be like, bring her back, bring her back, bring her back. And then when the divorce was happening, I was like, yes, bring her back, get a camera, put a camera on Kim Zolciak. And now I'm just like, I'm good. I don't know if I need her. She's kind of just fatiguing me. It feels a little thirst, too thirsty. Everybody's a little thirsty, right? It's okay to be a little thirsty, but when you're like blatantly parched, I don't know. I just feel like I'm exactly. Storm Dora says no more broke housewives. Exactly. We need housewives with money. We need, I was going to say, we need more Diana Jenkins housewives. So <sighs> I just feel like I, I, at one point I was like, yes, let's bring Kim back. And now I'm at the point where I'm, I'm fatigued with it. But I do think that Nini is trying to get back in good graces with Bravo. It's clear that Bethany is just continuing to circle the drain. I mean, when she had Nini on her side and now she doesn't have Nini on her side, like her reckoning is really falling apart really quickly. Also, a reckoning doesn't take this long to take off. It's been months of her trying to do a reality reckoning. And all it does is just continue to like fizzle out. It's 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 losing momentum more than it's gaining any momentum. And she's like, well, I'm changing the rules and Bravo's coming out and they're changing the rules and it's because of me. And I'm just like, shut up. We're over you. Okay. Thank you. Next. I want to cancel you like we canceled your talk show and every other spinoff show you've had before that. Boop. Okay. <sighs> Getting a comment and an emoji means all that. So weird to get to that conclusion. No, it just means that she doesn't hate Beth. Like, it means that, that they're fine, you know? I think she's like, hey, girl, I'm going to support you, but, like, I'm going to move on from you. Like, I'm going to get my paycheck. And good for good for Nini, as she should. Listen, the platform of being on Bravo is much better than not being on Bravo. What are you going to do? Have the number one podcast in the entire galaxy that flops? Nobody, trust me, nobody wants to be Bethany. At one point, everyone was like, yes, Bethany was the archetype for, you know, she was the quintessential housewife success story. And now it's everybody's like, oh, that was a real hard fall from grace. Sure, she's got money, but money can't buy you class. Money can't buy you class. If elegance is learned, my friends. Elegance is learned. I'm trying to sing like Countess Lewin. <laughs> Did I nail it? Am I doing good? I feel like I'm. I'm always nailing it. This time of year, because it's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. The holiday season. Do, 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 do. Should we talk about uh, Salt Lake City? We'll get into that. Because the seating chart was dropped, and Monica seems to be feeling pretty vindicated coming out of it. But since, you know, we are now getting into the Thanksgiving week, and there's probably a lot of shopping that we need to get ready for, I want you to know that if you want to hear, where'd you get that this holiday season? Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or shopping for your whole family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. I've started my shopping. I've started scouring Uncommon Goods as it is. And I've already found like key gems that like are personal to each of the people on my list, which I really love, whether it's my friends or my family. I feel like, you know, I'm going to nail it this year because I have Uncommon Goods on my side. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches. So shop now before they sell out this holiday season. 
To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash no filter. That's uncommongoods.com slash no filter for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. And also, while we're thinking of making smarter, wiser decisions, you're going to want to add dose to your daily list, okay? Because dose is a delicious. I personally think the flavor is really good. It's a daily dose shot that's good for supporting your liver. It has turmeric in it, but not your AK, not your, your regular household turmeric powder. This is uh, curcumin extract, which is 24 times more bioavailable than your standard turmeric. It also has milk thistle, ginger, dandelion root, all clinically shown to support your liver enzymes function based on double blind studies. So you know that there's science behind this. It ensures optimal liver function, improves long-term liver health, supports healthy metabolic function and digestion, increases energy levels. If I've had a long night, which you know I had on Sunday, I always like to have a little dose in the morning. So I just, I, I mean, I personally love the flavor. So I have, you know, them throughout the day. If I want like a little, I, I like to treat, treat it like a sweet snack. There's no sugar. It's not, it doesn't have sugar, but it's, um, it doesn't have like all that added sugar in it. I think it's sweetened with monk fruit, but it's delicious. Okay. Vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, all the things we love. So if you want to give Dose a shot and invest in your health, Dose is offering no filter with Zach Peter listeners 15% off your first order plus 15% off if you sub- subscribe for a monthly delivery. That's 30% off total your, off your first order, which is amazing. So go to dosedaily.co slash no filter and use code no filter. That's dosedaily.co and use slash no filter and use code no filter for 15% off. Go right now. You're not going to want to miss this. It's delicious and you're going to love it. Okay. Back to the tea. What do we want to talk about? Salt Lake City? Okay. So we got the seating chart and people are fired up about it because, so we have Andy Cohen in the middle per usual. Then the the two um, side chairs, because, you know, that's where, like, the biggest housewives, the most important housewives, whatever, they're the ones that get the side chairs. And so to Andy Cohen's right is Monica Garcia, the newbie. Have we ever had a newbie, like a season one newbie? Right there in the first chair, right next to Andy. I don't think that's ever happened before. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that this has ever happened before. Then we have Heather Gay on the other side. You know, now that she doesn't have her black eye anymore. And it's like, okay, girl, you can sit next to me. So Monica and Heather are the two that are anchoring Andy Cohen. They're the two bookends. Or, well, not the two bookends, but the two the two center center snowflake holders of the reunion, so to speak. Uh, to Andy's right, so on the left, is Monica, and then it's Meredith, and then at the end is Whitney. And then on the opposite side, we have Heather, Lisa Barlow, Angie Kay, and Mary Cosby. So it looks like Mary is at the reunion. I don't know. Why do we need Mary at the I like Mary, okay? She's funny. She's she's ruthless and toothless. And I'm just confused as to why we even have... Like, what is Mary going to talk about? How much she hated doing the show? That, to me, is not... I don't think Mary's going to bring anything. Is there any beef that she has to settle? Maybe with Whitney? Um, who is Angie? I just don't know what Mary's going to bring to the reunion. She's probably going to get a little segment and be a little quirky. But 
I just don't understand why we have her. Th- but I'm everybody's shocked to see Monica in chair one. So obviously we know we have the big finale, the Bermuda finale, where Heather's like, oh my God, oh my God, she did what? And she's like, no, get out of here, get out of here, when the cameras come in. And she's like freaking out, right? Well, Steven faces by Bravo at my show on Sunday. He says, he, he dropped a hint. And maybe you guys can help crack the code on this one because I didn't get the hint. He said that he thinks... Monica's going to end up in the same position Angie K was in last year. I don't know what that means. He's like, read between the lines on that one. I don't know what that means. I really don't. Um, so if anybody can help us decipher, I have to actually call him and be like, bitch, what is the T? He's probably not going to tell me because he knows that I'll come on the podcast and be like, guys. Because I still literally, I'm like, I go on here and I'm like, oh, three people listen to me. I'm like, nobody's going to say anything. Nobody's going to take anything and run with it and then. I see it all over. Um, but yeah, maybe we can crack the code on what the Bermuda trip bombshell is. It's not the lawsuit. It's not the lawsuit. Uh, I do believe, Stephen said that the lawsuit, I guess, is part of it. But here's the thing. The lawsuits came after the Bermuda trip. The Bermuda trip was in May. And the lawsuits, because we, we know that Beauty Lab and Laser is suing Monica and Monica's counter suing Beauty Lab and Laser. Beauty Lab and Laser... Um, is claiming that Monica didn't pay her tab for her injections, which was a $2,000 tab that she didn't pay. She had a monthly plan that she was supposed to follow through with and never did. She says that the reason she didn't pay is because she didn't like the injectables. She didn't like the work that was done. As I said, you every time you go in and get injectables, I know I just went to Dr. Alexandra Shebil in Newport Beach, got my face done, got fresh Botox. Um, or not Botox, I do Juveau, which is by Evelis, which is... Um, a different type of the tox that, that you know, um, softens the lines and wrinkles in your face. So when you go in for injections, though, you always sign a waiver saying, hey, it might not be the results that I'd like, but at the same time, I agree to what I, I give you, you know, I give you full cons- my full consent to inject my face with these potential, with these toxins and, you know, whatever. You basically are, are giving them permission to say, hey, you can fuck up my face, but I'm not going to sue you because I know the risk that I'm taking coming in and getting injections, right? I've also been very clear that Botox or the neurotoxins to soften fine lines and wrinkles, they last a few months. Some it's like usually up to like three months. I know for me, I like to wait usually like six-ish months um, until like my, I have full movement back in my face. But with filler, which is what Monica got, she got filler in her lips and I believe filler in her cheeks. With filler, you can dissolve filler. So if you don't like the results, you can immediately have the filler dissolved. So (sighs) she signed a waiver. She agreed to pay her tab. She didn't pay her tab. I think Beauty Lemon Laser is in the right. However, it's only a $2,000 tab. I don't think Heather, when she's on the phone, finds out that th- that's not the big bombshell, in my opinion. I don't know what the big bombshell is. I know it's related to those injectables make you look plastic. Face yoga is free and make you look beautiful. Do you think I look plastic? Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Oh, God, people are fighting in the, in the live chat right now. JB says to do face yoga, and Joel says face yoga is absolute bullshit and does nothing. Yikes, guys. Um, yeah. So I, I'm very curious what the big bombshell is, and I'm assuming we're probably going to get right into it in, in part one. But it was interesting because on stage it was also mentioned or referenced that at BravoCon, Heather Gay hasn't been allowed to do any interviews. And even at BravoCon, she was pa- she was always paired up with another person. So whatever the big bombshell is, I don't want it to leak. 
I personally don't. I like that we're in this era where we don't know what's going to actually get out. And we kind of have to watch the show play out. And, you know, I'm I'm looking forward. Maybe I won't ask Stephen what the big bombshell is, but I just feel like I'm excited to not know what's coming and to be shocked. It takes me back to like OG Housewives days where it wasn't a big thing on Reddit. It wasn't a big thing on the blogs. Like we were just kind of watching these shows organically. I do love tea, but sometimes I love a good plot twist, right? Whatever you are doing, Zach, you look so great. Your face is coming. Oh, thank you. And thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the reunion. Apparently, it was a very long reunion because Andy Cohen even went on his Instagram stories and he posted a video basically saying that he that it's exhausting, that it's a really good reunion, but that um, it went so late and he was missing his dinner reservation. I guess he had like a 9 p.m. dinner reservation and at like 9.30. He was like, oh, my God, the reunion is just is just wrapping up now, but it's a really good reunion. So <sighs> I'm ready for it. I think Salt Lake City is killing it this season. Killing it. Okay. Let me know what your your theories are, though. I am curious. Monica's worthless, not toothless. Oh, no. Yikesies. Um, at this point, I'd rather see face yoga versus goat yoga or pickleball. I mean, yeah, I feel like pickleball and goat yoga have been played out on these reality shows. But face yoga, is it? who's doing face yoga? Is somebody doing face yoga recently? Is that why we're talking about face yoga? I don't know. Um, but the last interesting bit of tea is that Lindsay Hubbard has been getting cozy with Johnny Bananas. So Johnny Bananas was on the challenge, and he's like a veteran on the challenge. He's like a reality TV villain, which is why he's now on House of Villains, and he's like one of the breakout stars on House of Villains. Not that I, Breakout star is not really fair because all these people are stars in their own right. They're villains in their own right, and that's why they're on House of Villains. It's like an all-star cast of villains. Um, but Johnny Bananas and Lindsay Hubbard, this to me feels a little bit of like a PR stunt, right? Because it's like, obviously Johnny Bananas is popular in this world right now because he's on House of Villains in our Bravo universe world, right? It's a total PR move. I don't, like, she's going to be spotted out with Johnny Bananas on the day she was supposed to get married to Carl. Like, Johnny Bananas, Bananas is trying to get some good press. Lindsay wants to, you know, make some headlines. Johnny Bananas is a very person to make some easy headlines with because he's just, he's on television right now. So, to me, this feels a little... And listen, what did Paige say? Paige and Sierra were saying that Lindsay is the queen of spin. She's the queen of PR. She used to run a PR firm. Come on, Lindsay is a smart girl. But yeah, um, they were spotted walking around the West Village, had an intimate dinner at Loring Place. Johnny Bananas is from L.A., though, isn't he? He's not in New York. What's he doing in New York? Why is he spending New York with Lindsay Hubbard? Wait, so she didn't go to Mexico? Everybody else went to Mexico, right? I thought she went to Mexico on a girl's trip. I know, like, Sheena and Brock, like, they all ended up still going to Mexico. Or wait, where was the wedding? The wedding wasn't in Mexico. Sorry, I'm getting my details all mumble-jumbled. But um, I know they still went on the, the wedding trip to go. Like, listen, if you can't get your flight back and you can't get your your hotel money back then why not lean in and have fun with it i listen if somebody canceled their wedding and i still had the trip planned i would go on a vacation and i would live my best life i was already planning to take those dates off um i wouldn't if i was gonna lose the money i would say fuck it i'm going anyway <sighs> yeah oh that's right Lindsay still did the bachelorette party 
in Mexico. But are they trying to cross over Bravo with MTV? I don't know if they're trying to cross them over, but it's, I mean, maybe they're trying to like mingle it all together. Bananas will throw anyone under the bus. I think Omarosa would throw anyone under the bus. Omarosa on House of Villains is ruthless and toothless. The only tooth she got is a fang. Yeah, see, everyone says that he, it's strange that Johnny would even pick Lindsay, that he, she's not his type. I th- I don't, well, he's all into Corinne on House of Villains. Corinne's, you know, a pretty blonde, you know, pretty blonde white girl. That's Lindsay. I don't know. Lindsay's a little more hard. Lindsay's rough around the edges. And Carl was really good at, like, softening Lindsay, whereas I feel like Johnny Bananas, I feel like would, that's just, like, chaos. The two of them together would be chaos. I don't know. I'm kind of here for it. I love a good chaotic couple. Jackson, New York were the best parts of House of Villains. I know. They were the first to go. Well, Jax was really sweet on House of Villains, so I understand why we booted him out. But yeah, yeah, Amorosa won't hook up with you, then throw you. Yes. Yes. I don't like Amorosa. Well, I do as a villain, but she's wild. Um, all right, guys. I think that's all I have for you today. I will see you again tomorrow, this Wednesday. And yes, we will be going live on Thursday as well. We'll be going live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like we always do. So I'll chat with you very, very soon. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday, Tipsy Tuesday, um, if you're getting tipsy tonight. I love you guys. I appreciate you. You can always give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach on Instagram. Um, and spread a little love today. Get a little love in your heart. Um, and and spread it all around. I'm trying to be Ellen DeGeneres now with my blonde hair. Um, But yeah, have a great rest of your day. Talk to you tomorrow morning. My merch, I I saw a lot of people asking about it. It will be coming soon. Oh, what Bravo Lab called you yesterday. I'll tell you on members only this week because I had to connect with two Bravo Lebs after some of the things that were said on stage Sunday night. So I'll give you an update on that on this week's members only. So if you're a member of No Filter Plus, you'll get some tea. And if not, talk to you soon where's the new merch it'll be dropping soon stay tuned guys we're working on getting the online store set up so i love you i appreciate you Ooh, tina said you did so good on sunday with the superstar you did so good good on sunday night your your gust and fit were awesome thank you thank you i appreciate that i love you guys talk to you talk to you very soon ciao for now bye